I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Drew Hill covers the Memphis Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. He joins us every single Thursday and he joins us now. Drew, what's up, dog? What's up? How are you? 11 in a row. No, it's a great Have you ever done anything 11 straight times? Uh, man, I don't know. No, probably not. I'm not that consistent. That's right. What What is it about the Grizzlies that makes them so consistent? Oh, man. I mean, they just have stars that show up on a nightly basis. I mean, you just know what you're going to get from so many of their guys. Um, I think you saw that with Steven Adams last night, too, uh, who was in my opinion, maybe the story of a game, even though he doesn't like go crazy in the box score. Like that was the idea of Steven Adams when I guess they made that trade. Not that Valanciunas wasn't doing similar things, but like the, his ability to pair with jaw and screen and finish behind him and do, you know, like it's just, it's really impressive and it's great coaching and the way that they were able to close that game with Dylan making a play on defense and Jaron making a play on defense and Steven Adams and John Morant combining in the pick and roll. It's just like textbook chef's kiss Memphis Grizzlies. Um, and it was just a fun game to be at, honestly. It was just a great high-level basketball game. Uh, what did you make of Jaron's and the team's handling his you know, his, his foul trouble last night? Because they, they're at the end. I mean, he was able to play through it and give you, you just mentioned it, you know, a huge block, and then you're able to get the five-second violation. I thought, you know, playing through through that foul trouble, you know, you're, you're hoping not to do, have to do that every night, but that certainly seemed hugely important to getting that win. Yeah, sometimes I think it frustrates uh, some Grizzlies fans that they tend to pull him out of the game so quickly um, because, you know, if you let him sit on the bench for an extended period of time with four fouls, and he never fouls out, then now you've sat him more minutes than he, you know, than maybe you should have because he could have played more. So, I mean, that's always a tough, difficult question. But if you're Taylor Jenkins, like what you saw last night, it, it kind of proves your point that maybe you do want him out there for the final few minutes because yep. without him, I mean, everybody talks about the block. He stopped. Darius Garland on the possession right before that, too. Uh, he had to stop him twice in order to uh, to give the Grizzlies a chance to make the game winner. So it's really impressive. 
15 straight games, by the way, with multiple blocks for Jaron Jackson Jr., just crushing the franchise records, not even close. I checked the uh, Defensive Player of the Year odds again this morning, um, and he's like the runaway favorite at this point, So, or at least for now. So it is, uh, it's really, really impressive what he's done. Hey, I don't, I don't want anybody who, who listens to this show to try to say we didn't warn him. How many conversations did we have about how the market was undervaluing the Grizzlies, like up up to like a month ago, when they were like plus sixteen hundred to win the championship, or or plus sixteen hundred to win the West. I mean, and you look at all the odds now; they've been cut in half or worse. I mean, we told people, man, we told people that they're that the market is sleeping on the Grizzlies because they're not healthy, and now look, you missed the boat. I thought you were talking about Jaron John because. I don't know. I might have to go check the receipts. I don't think you were the biggest Jared Jackson Jr. fan a couple of years ago or even last no, season. I wasn't. I 100% raised my hand. And, and and a lot of it was durability related, but a lot of it too That's was a lot, a lot of yeah. it too was threes and and his inconsistency there from three. Um but he did hit a big one. Was it in the third quarter last night? Maybe it was early fourth. Um so no, I mean, I Mia culpa for sure for me on Jaron. I mean, he's a huge part of this. Um, but 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 in terms of the Grizzlies at large, I mean, if you if you haven't bet on them yet, you know, you probably you probably have missed the boat because I don't know. It might get better. I mean, this is probably la- last. Uh, this is the last stop before it starts to get you know real serious for the Grizzlies, right? I mean, it's going to get worse and worse. The odds for the Grizz. Oh, yeah, uh, especially if they continue to stay atop the West. I mean, we'll see what happens on this uh, this road trip here. They did not have a good road trip out West. They talked about it a lot last night, mentioned, you know, we know what happened the last time we went out there. We were not ready. We lost our swagger. We just did not play well at all. We cannot let that happen this time. At least, you know, um, you feel like uh, before it was every game was on national TV. You're playing on Christmas, first ever Christmas Day game. So you're like, ah, oh, they're not, at least they're not lacking motivation, but they went out and played like crap. And now they go on this road trip and it doesn't have quite the same pizzazz. But at least you are going for the franchise win streak against the Lakers on Friday night. So that gives you at least something. Um, but LA and Phoenix with a young team. It's a little dangerous, man, um, some of these trips, but uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes for him. Uh, when's it going to be safe to ask Taylor Jenkins about this, uh, you know, the possibility of coach? When's it going to be safe again to ask him about the possibility of coaching this all-star game? You know, I, I know he's he's down, he's gone to to it, you know, to the extreme to downplay it, right, Drew? But it's certainly, you know, especially because, yeah. and Mike Malone's been there and done it, and I was listening to Giannato tell us yesterday that Malone's actually, his wife want, doesn't want him to do it anyway because he's got some daughter thing to be at or something. It would be so great. I know he's downplaying it, but if you could get Taylor Jenkins in this All-Star game, if they can keep this going. Yeah, to answer the safe part, I don't think it'll ever be. Like, <laughs> I think he'll downplay it until the very yeah. end. <laughs> like. Yeah. Uh, that's just Taylor. He doesn't want the attention on him. Yep. Um, he he deserves more credit than he gets, but he's very happy to pass the credit along to his players. Um, I really like, you know, I, I, this is actually a point that Greg Popovich made when he was in town. And he said, you know, Taylor, he just shut up and listened when he was with us. When he was an intern, he listened. And there's so much value in being somebody that listens and somebody that's not, you know, trying to interject or put themselves at the front of every single conversation. 
Um, and that's sort of how you, you can tell who the smart people in the room are at times. And so, um, Taylor is, is one of the people that, that listens. And then you ask the players, like I talked to Tyus Jones because Trey Jones, his younger brother plays for the Spurs. I said, have you guys ever talked about, you know, the similarities between Greg and between Taylor? And he's like, yeah, I mean, both of them are just extreme players. First coaches, like they will always try to hide themselves they won't answer the questions and, you know, anything that could potentially be about them, they're just going to push onto their players. And so I think that's what you're seeing from Taylor. Like he just, he's going to avoid that until what feels like the very end, but his players have spoken up for him. Like they, they definitely want him in the all-star game. Mm -hmm. And it looked like Minnesota maybe had a chance to get Denver last night, but it fell apart in the final minutes. So it's going to be a tight race. We're talking to Drew Hill covers the Grizzlies for the daily Memphian. There was a time um, you know, an ownership group ago where the Grizzlies going into the luxury tax was a totally like not necessary, but B, even if it was just, it was, it was not a conversation. It was a non-starter. Michael Heisley was sort of known. Uh, the late great Michael Heisley was sort of known as just being a guy that was not going to do that. He was not going to spend any more money than he absolutely had to. Um, I don't know if those conversations – I assume those conversations have had to have been had with the Grizzlies right now because they know what their books look like and they know what they're going to have to do Desmond. both with Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks. Do you think they have just decided, um, hey, we're, we're going to do what we have to do, even if that means going to the luxury tax to, to keep this Grizzlies core together? Like what, what would just be your, your read on that situation? Yes, I think they have. I think they have just decided that they're going to keep this Grizzlies core together. I mean, they are going to have to pay Desmond Bain, and man, that's going to be a big payday, you know. And trust me, they know it's coming. Yeah. I, I, I had the chance to. Uh, I've got some good Desmond Bain stuff on the way that I'm really excited about. But, um, but that, yeah, that's going to be a pricey payday uh, for Desmond Bain for sure. And then Dylan, I mean, who knows what that contract will look like? He's obviously got to play out the rest of the season and then they'll end up having to negotiate. Um, but if they want to, 100%, they, they can keep them together. And they haven't indicated anything other than the fact that they, they want to keep the core together. So, yeah, I, I, I do think that they're going to be willing to spend into the luxury tax um, in order to keep this team together. And you have right now what looks like a, a team that has the best chance in franchise history maybe to go win the NBA finals. And like when you have the opportunity and it is in front of you, when the window is open, you have to do everything you can to fight, to keep that window open. And um, you would hope that your ownership group is willing to do that. Otherwise, you know, it, it, it puts the fans in a tough spot, you know, because they, they want to be competitive and they want to see the Grizzlies win the championship, uh, you know, the same way that the players do. So, It'll be on the ownership to make sure that these guys stay together. And right now, they've said all the right things and, and seem to have indicated that they're willing to do that. Drew, that man who had 16 last night, I think went, what, four of six from three, had 17, I think, against Indiana. Is he Santa Claus or is he Slim Spain now that we're on into this season? Okay, well, Slim Spain is, first of all, better than Santa Claus mm-hmm. for sure. I'm telling you guys. That dude. Santa has more swag than anybody knows about. Like, he is a sneaky, sneaky trash talker out there. He has more technicals than, I think, everybody besides uh, Dylan Brooks and Ja. Um, And so, like, I'm telling you, he's, like, crazy competitive. He's in there talking 
smack with Steve-O all the time. Like, Steve-O has taught him all these one-liners and all this other stuff. Um, Like, there is something about Santi that you just can't really pick up just by watching uh, or just, like, looking at him that you don't, I guess, anticipate, but it just surprises when he's out there. And he has the game that matches it, too. Like, he'll he'll be out there and he'll just – throw a random behind-the-back pass or make that incredible save. I can't remember what game that was um, that almost resulted in another three-pointer. And it'll wow you, and you'll be like, where the hell did that come from, Santi? Like, what? And you see it in the locker room, too. Like, they they all know that Santi has a little bit more swag than anybody realizes, but he only leads on. He only lets you see it every once in a while. And last night when he goes for the – in between or the between the legs, East Bay dunk yeah. after the whistle was just a taste of that. And like I, I mean, he's 22 years old. It's so easy to forget that. Like I don't know because I I just don't think of him as a 22 year old because of he seems very mature and like put together very well. But he has a long way to go uh, in his game. He could turn out to be a really really good player. Yeah, we're talking to Drew Hill, covers the oh, Memphis no. Grizzlies here uh, for the Daily Memphian, joins us every single Thursday on the show. We were having a conversation yesterday about just sort of how we talk about the Grizzlies now and how, while you know, it kind of does feel like uh, another 11-game win streak for the Grizz, you know. It's almost to the point now where it's becoming – not expected. I don't think people expect the Grizzlies to go on 11-game win streaks all the time, but it's almost like ho-hum now in the regular season. And my, my, my sort of sense on this and the way I feel about it is, okay, every single year the Grizzlies have taken that step, um, you know, the progressive step in the postseason. So they were in the play-in, then they were in the first round, then they got to the second round, and now, you know, they're two in the West. I mean, isn't and should the, should the expectation not be – Western Conference Finals and anything short of that has to be considered. Look, and it's all contextual. It's not end-of-the-world stuff, but a disappointment given how good the Grizzlies clearly are. Yeah, sure. I think that's fair. Um, you got to give it context, right? Somebody gets hurt. Of course. Changes things. But like a fully healthy, a full complement of of everything they have right now, right? Like like I feel like the the time for – Oh, this is cute. What the Grizzlies are doing—that's like that time is over. Yes, no, I, I agree with that. I, I'll say this though: like the West does have a lot of good teams. Um, I don't think that there's shame per se in if like the Clippers get fully healthy and they look really good and they go to a finals run and they get you in the second round. Like I don't think that'll happen, but if that does happen you kind of just, you're okay with it, right? Um, I don't think that it it stings quite as bad. Um, But the expectation, the goal should be like, we have a a real chance to get to the finals, guys. Like, you at least need to make it to the Western Conference finals um, and and be in the position to potentially go play for a, a championship and have that on the line because you've consistently been one of the very best teams in the West each of the last two seasons now. And last year, I mean, you don't want to make excuses for them, but they did have so many things sort of break the wrong way at the worst possible time, whether it was Dylan's suspension or the jaw injury or Desmond Bain's back being a problem or, um, you know, Dylan Brooks being suspended or Steven Adams getting COVID. 
So, like, they did have a lot of things that went wrong for them. They were right there. They had a real chance to do it last year. You'd like to just see them get over the hump and get to the Western Conference Finals. I'm with you there. I will say, too, that it's uh, I've been watching this Denver team, and we're watching them because you're trying to get out ahead of them. You just can't do it right now because they're just as hot. It's not just Jokic getting triple doubles and, the, and them winning. It feels like to me, Drew, uh, and maybe you've, you've watched some of them, too. I wonder if you agree. Like Jamal Murray, I know it's, it's 18, 19 points, but last night he took over down the stretch. You're right, Minnesota had a chance to beat them. And it wasn't just Jokic; it was Jamal Murray taking over down the stretch. I, I just, I, I say that to say this: it's, it. I look over there, and that looks like it's sustainable all the way through if they're going to get that level of Jamal Murray. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, they're they're legit; they're the real deal. <clears throat> this was like sort of the time of the year too. I wanted to see them continue to play really right. well because yeah. I wasn't as big of a believer in the Nuggets. I would say coming into the season, as some others were. I know Chris Harrington was really high on the Nuggets, so. You know, kudos to him for for, for thinking sure. that through. But um, I, they, they played a pretty weak schedule early on, although a lot of it was road games. And then now they've, they've played some real competition and they just continue to win. And, yeah, I, it, it looks very sustainable. Like what, what Aaron Gordon brings to them is really impressive. Yep. Like having Bones Highland there, um, especially like off the bench, is great. Um they just have a lot of different weapons, and then you're led by a guy that statistically is the most dominant player in the league yet again. Um, it is just so hard when you – and as somebody that's done this, like that has had a chance to vote for the NBA awards and stuff, when you look at the actual numbers, like the on-off numbers for Jokic and, and it, all the efficiency numbers and all that, it's just so hard to land on players other than him because the statistics jump off the page at such a crazy rate um, that you may not notice him as much because he's not flashy, but he's just a ridiculously efficient, good player. And, like, combine all that together, and they just have a really, really good team. I I still think Memphis can win a playoff series against them, though. I I believe that. I have a run here. Hey, Drew, appreciate the time. Thank you so much, bro. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.